This is day 151 of our daily Bible reading. We'll be completing Jeremiah chapters 6 through 10. Lord, Heavenly Father, you are our refuge and our strength. You are this mighty hand that supports us, the one that guides us. Even if we don't take you by the hand, you grab our hand and you take us down the path. Lord, we are so stubborn sometimes. Lord, you are so faithful. That should humble us today. That should cause us to submit to your will and just cause us to seek your ways in all things. Not to pursue our personal interests, but to pursue your perfect righteousness. Lord, as we enter into your word today, please enlighten us with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Flee for safety, O sons of Benjamin, from the midst of Jerusalem. Now blow a trumpet in Tekoa and raise a signal over Beth Hakarim. For evil looks down from the north and a great destruction. The comely and dainty one, the daughter of Zion, I will cut off. Shepherds and their flocks will come to her. They will pitch their tents against her. They will pasture each in his place. Prepare war against her. Arise and let us attack at noon. Woe to us, for the day declines, for the shadows of the evening lengthen. Arise, and let us attack by night, and destroy her palaces. For thus says the Lord of hosts, Cut down her trees, and cast up a siege against Jerusalem. This is the city to be punished, in whose midst there is only oppression. As a well keeps its waters fresh, so she keeps fresh her wickedness. Violence and destruction are heard in her. Sickness and wounds are ever before me. Be warned, O Jerusalem, or I shall be alienated from you, and make you a desolation, a land not inhabited. Thus says the Lord of hosts, They will thoroughly glean as the vine the remnant of Israel. Pass your hand again like a grape-gatherer over the branches. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ears are closed, and they cannot listen. Behold, the word of the Lord has become a reproach to them. They have no delight in it. For I am full of the wrath of the Lord. I am weary in holding it in. Pour it out on the children in the street, and on the gathering of young men together. For both husband and wife shall be taken the aged and the very old. Their houses shall be turned over to others, their fields and their wives together. For I will stretch out my hand against the inhabitants of the land, declares the Lord. For from the least of them, even to the greatest of them, everyone is greedy for gain. And from the prophet, even to the priest, everyone deals falsely. They have healed the brokenness of my people superficially saying, Peace, peace, but there is no peace. Were they ashamed because of the abomination they had done? They were not even ashamed at all. They did not even know how to blush. Therefore, they shall fall among those who fall. At the time that I punish them, they shall be cast down, declares the Lord. Thus says the Lord, Stand by the ways, and see and ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. 
but they say we will not walk in it. And I set watchmen over you, saying, Listen to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not listen. Therefore hear, O nations, and know, O congregation, what is among them. Hear, O earth, behold, I am bringing disaster on this people, the fruit of their plans. Because they have not listened to my words, and as for my law, they have rejected it also. For what purpose does frankincense come to me from Sheba, and the sweet cane from a distant land? Your burnt offerings are not acceptable, and your sacrifices are not pleasing to me. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I am laying stumbling blocks before this people, and they will stumble against them. Fathers and sons together, neighbor and friend will perish. Thus says the Lord, Behold, a people is coming from the north land, and a great nation will be aroused from the remote parts of the earth. They seize bow and spear. They are cruel and have no mercy. Their voice roars like the sea, and they ride on horses, arrayed as a man for the battle, against you, O daughter of Zion. We have heard the report of it. Our hands are limp. Anguish has seized us, pain as of a woman in childbirth. Do not go out into the field, and do not walk on the road, for the enemy has the sword. Terror is on every side. O daughter of my people, put on sackcloth and roll in ashes. Mourn as for an only son, a lamentation most bitter. For suddenly the destroyer will come upon us. I have made you an assayer and a tester among my people, that you may know and assay their way. All of them are stubbornly rebellious, going about as a tail-bearer. They are bronze and iron. They, all of them, are corrupt. The bellows blow fiercely. The lead is consumed by the fire. In vain the refining goes on, but the wicked are not separated. They call them rejected silver, because the Lord has rejected them. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house, and proclaim there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you of Judah, who enter by these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Amend your ways and your deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words, saying, this is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. For if you truly amend your ways and your deeds, if you truly practice justice between a man and his neighbor, if you do not oppress the alien, the orphan, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, nor walk after other gods to your own ruin, then I will let you dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers, forever and ever. Behold, you are trusting in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, and offer sacrifices to Baal, and walk after other gods that you have not known? Then come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say we are delivered?
that you may do all these abominations? Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your sight? Behold, I, even I, have seen it, declares the Lord. But go now to my place, which was in Shiloh, where I made my name dwell at the first, and see what I did to it because of the wickedness of my people Israel. And now, because you have done all these things, declares the Lord, and I spoke to you, rising up early and speaking, and you did not hear, and I called you, but you did not answer, therefore I will do to the house which is called by my name, in which you trust, and to the place which I gave you and your fathers, as I did to Shiloh. I will cast you out of my sight, as I have cast out all your brothers all the offspring of Ephraim. As for you, do not pray for this people, and do not lift up cry or prayer for them, and do not intercede with me, for I do not hear you. Do you not see what they are doing in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, and the fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven and they pour out drink offerings to other gods in order to spite me. Do they spite me, declares the Lord? Is it not themselves they spite, to their own shame? Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, my anger and my wrath will be poured out on this place, on man and on beast and on all the trees of the field and on the fruit of the ground, and it will burn and not be quenched. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Add your burnt offerings to your sacrifices, and eat flesh. For I did not speak to your fathers, or command them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt, concerning burnt offerings and sacrifices. But this is what I commanded them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you will be my people, and you will walk in all the way which I command you, that it may be well with you. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but walked in their own counsels and in the stubbornness of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since that day that your fathers came out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have sent you all my servants, the prophets, daily, rising early and sending them. Yet they did not listen to me, or incline their ear, but stiffened their neck. They did more evil than their fathers. You shall speak all these words to them, but they will not listen to you. And you shall call to them, but they will not answer you. You shall say to them, This is the nation that did not obey the voice of the Lord their God, or accept correction. Truth has perished and has been cut off from their mouth. Cut off your hair and cast it away, and take up a lamentation on the bare heights, for the Lord has rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. For the sons of Judah have done that which is evil in my sight, declares the Lord. They have set their detestable things in the house which is called by my name to defile it. They have built the high places of Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, 
which I did not command, and it did not come into my mind. Therefore, behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when it will no longer be called Topheth, or the valley of the son of Hinnom, but the valley of the slaughter. For they will bury in Topheth, because there is no other place. The dead bodies of this people will be food for the birds of the sky and for the beasts of the earth, and no one will frighten them away. Then I will make to cease from the cities of Judah and from the streets of Jerusalem the voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride, for the land will become a ruin. At that time, declares the Lord, they will bring out the bones of the kings of Judah and the bones of its princes, and the bones of the priests and the bones of the prophets and the bones of the inhabitants of Jerusalem from their graves. They will spread them out to the sun, the moon, and to all the host of heaven, which they have loved and which they have served, which they have gone after and which they have sought, and which they have worshipped. They will not be gathered or buried. They will be as dung on the face of the ground. And death will be chosen rather than life by all the remnant that remains of this evil family, that remains in all the places to which I have driven them, declares the Lord of hosts. You shall say to them, Thus says the Lord, Do men fall and not get up again? Does one turn away and not repent? Why then has this people, Jerusalem, turned away in continual apostasy? They hold fast to deceit. They refuse to return. I have listened and heard. They have spoken what is not right. No man repented of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? Everyone turned to his course, like a horse charging into the battle. Even the stork in the sky knows her seasons and the turtle dove, and the swift, and the thrush. Observe the time of their migration, but my people do not know the ordinance of the Lord. How can you say we are wise, and the law of the Lord is with us? But behold, the lying pen of the scribes has made it into a lie. The wise men are put to shame. They are dismayed and caught. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. And what kind of wisdom do they have? Therefore I will give their wives to others, their fields to new owners. Because from the least even to the greatest, everyone is greedy for gain, from the prophet even to the priest. Everyone practices deceit. They heal the brokenness of the daughter of my people superficially, saying, Peace, peace but there is no peace. Were they ashamed because of the abomination they had done? They certainly were not ashamed, and they did not know how to blush. Therefore they shall fall among those who fall. At the time of their punishment they shall be brought down, says the Lord. I will surely snatch them away, declares the Lord. There will be no grapes on the vine, and no figs on the fig tree, and the leaf will wither, and what I have given them will pass away. Why are we sitting still? Assemble yourselves, and let us go into the fortified cities, and let us perish there. 
because the Lord our God has doomed us and given us poisoned water to drink, for we have sinned against the Lord. We waited for peace, but no good came. For a time of healing, but behold, terror. From Dan is heard the snorting of his horses. At the sound of the neighing of his stallions, the whole land quakes. For they come and devour the land and its fullness, the city and its inhabitants. For behold, I am sending serpents against you, adders, for which there is no charm, and they will bite you, declares the Lord. My sorrow is beyond healing. My heart is faint within me. Behold, listen, the cry of the daughter of my people from a distant land. Is the Lord not in Zion? Is her king not within her? Why have they provoked me with their graven images, with foreign idols? Harvest is past, summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the brokenness of the daughter of my people, I am broken. My mourn, dismay has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then has not the health of the daughter of my people been restored? Oh, that my head were waters and my eyes a fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Oh, that I had in the desert a wayfarer's lodging place, that I might leave my people and go from them, for all of them are adulterers, an assembly of treacherous men. They bend their tongue like their bow. Lies and not truth prevail in the land, for they proceed from evil to evil, and they do not know me, declares the Lord. Let everyone be on guard against his neighbor, and do not trust any brother, because every brother deals craftily and every neighbor goes about as a slanderer. Everyone deceives his neighbor and does not speak the truth. They have taught their tongue to speak lies. They weary themselves, committing iniquity. Your dwelling is in the midst of deceit. Through deceit they refuse to know me, declares the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will refine them and assay them. For what else can I do, because of the daughter of my people? Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks deceit. With his mouth, one speaks to his neighbor, but inwardly he sets an ambush for him. Shall I not punish them for these things, declares the Lord? On a nation such as this, shall I not avenge myself? For the mountains, I will take up a weeping and wailing. And for the pastures of the wilderness, a dirge, because they are laid waste, so that no one passes through, and the lowing of the cattle is not heard. Both the birds of the sky and the beasts have fled, they are gone. I will make Jerusalem a heap of ruins, a haunt of jackals, and I will make the cities of Judah a desolation without inhabitant. Who is the wise man that may understand this? And who is he to whom the mouth of the Lord has spoken, that he may declare it? Why is the land ruined, laid waste like a desert, so that no one passes through? 
the Lord said, Because they have forsaken my law, which I set before them, and have not obeyed my voice, nor walked according to it, but have walked after the stubbornness of their heart, and after the Baals, as their fathers taught them. Therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will feed them, this people, with wormwood, and give them poisoned water to drink. I will scatter them among the nations, whom neither they nor their fathers have known. And I will send the sword after them, until I have annihilated them. Thus says the Lord of hosts, Consider and call for the mourning women, that they may come, and send for the wailing women, that they may come. Let them make haste and take up a wailing for us, that our eyes may shed tears and our eyelids flow with water. For a voice of wailing is heard from Zion. How are we ruined! We are put to great shame, for we have left the land, because they have cast down our dwellings. Now hear the word of the Lord, O women, and let your ear receive the word of his mouth. Teach your daughters wailing, and everyone her neighbor a dirge. For death has come up through our windows, and has entered our palaces to cut off the children from the streets, the young men from the town squares. Speak, thus says the Lord, the corpses of men will fall like dung on the open field, and like the sheaf after the reaper, but no one will gather them. Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth. For I delight in those things, declares the Lord. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, that I will punish all who are circumcised and yet uncircumcised, Egypt and Judah, and Edom and the sons of Ammon, and Moab and all those inhabiting the desert who clipped the hair on their temples. For all the nations are uncircumcised, and all the house of Israel are uncircumcised of heart. Hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, Do not learn the way of the nations, and do not be terrified by the signs of the heavens, although the nations are terrified by them. For the customs of the peoples are delusion, because it is wood cut from a forest, the work of the hands of a craftsman with a cutting tool. They decorate it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers, so that it will not totter. Like a scarecrow in a cucumber field are they, and they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them, for they can do no harm, nor can they do any good. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and great is your name in might. Who would not fear you, O King of the nations? Indeed, it is your due. For among all the wise men of the nations, 
and in all their kingdoms there is none like you. But they are altogether stupid and foolish. In their discipline of delusion, their idol is wood. Beaten silver is brought from Tarshish, and gold from Uphaz. The work of a craftsman and of the hands of a goldsmith. Violet and purple are their clothing. They are all the work of skilled men. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At his wrath the earth quakes, and the nations cannot endure his indignation. Thus you shall say to them, The gods that did not make the heavens and the earth will perish from the earth and from under the heavens. It is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding he has stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a tumult of waters in the heavens, and he causes the clouds to ascend from the end of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain, and brings out the wind from his storehouses. Every man is stupid, devoid of knowledge. Every goldsmith is put to shame by his idols, for his molten images are deceitful, and there is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work of mockery. In the time of their punishment, they will perish. The portion of Jacob is not like these, for the maker of all is he, and Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. Pick up your bundle from the ground, you who dwell under siege. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I am slinging out the inhabitants of the land at this time, and it will cause them distress that they may be found. Woe is me because of my injury. My wound is incurable. But I say, Truly, this is a sickness, and I must bear it. My tent is destroyed, and all my ropes are broken. My sons have gone from me and are no more. There is no one to stretch out my tent again or to set up my curtains. For the shepherds have become stupid and have not sought the Lord. Therefore they have not prospered, and all their flock is scattered. The sound of a report. Behold, it comes, a great commotion out of the land of the north, to make the cities of Judah a desolation, a haunt of jackals. I know, O Lord, that a man's way is not in himself, nor is it in a man who walks to direct his steps. Correct me, O Lord, but with justice, not with your anger, or you will bring me to nothing. Pour out your wrath on the nations that do not know you, and on the families that do not call your name. For they have devoured Jacob. They have devoured him and consumed him, and have laid waste his habitation. Okay, so we understand that this is all still prophecy about the destruction of Jerusalem. So I'll keep it brief because it's repetitive, but... It is very descriptive, and it's really sad. I was struggling to read some of this because of how sad it is. 
Quotation marks obviously were not in the original Hebrew or Aramaic texts, so it's hard to sometimes see who's speaking at one time, but it goes back and forth between God speaking and Jeremiah speaking, as if they're having a conversation. And it's interesting because you'll see a proclamation of the Lord. He says certain things and pronounces judgment. And then you see Jeremiah responding with such sadness and pain on behalf of his people. And what's really sad is, like we see in chapter 6, God has been warning Israel for a long time. And he has commanded them for centuries to follow his ways. And they have not listened. They are condemned because they have not been listening to the warnings of the Lord. They have had no shame in them. They have been stubborn in their pursuits. And they have been performing all kinds of empty worship. Using the name of the Lord, like we see in chapter 6, but yet there is no substance to it. And like he says as well, you come to my house and you say, that you belong to the Lord, and yet right before you came, you were worshiping your idols, or you were cursing your brother, or all these different things. It's all empty, and it's all nonsense, and I am angry with you. And you, time and time again, have not responded to any of my answers, any of my calls. You have not listened to any of the prophets that I have sent you. So, this is what's going to happen to you. And what I'm just describing is more what you see in chapter 7 than anything else. And he makes it very simple for them, right? He says in verse 3 of chapter 7, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Amend your ways and your deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. He tells them exactly what he expects from them. Amend your ways. In other words, repent and change direction. Because you see two different things, your ways and your deeds. So the ways are your internal self. Repent internally. What your motivations are, what your aspirations are, what you are thinking about internally. Change that first. And then change your deeds, which is the external. Do those two things, and I will let you dwell in this place. Repent and return, and I will forgive you, and you can stay. But they have not done that. And so he is going to exact his judgment upon them. Like he says in verse 8, Behold, you are trusting in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, and commit adultery, and swear falsely, offer sacrifices to Baal, And then come and stand before me in my house and say we are delivered? When did I ever say this is okay, guys? When did I ever say you could live however you want, but then when you come to my house, you act piously? Doesn't that sound a lot like today? Doesn't that sound like the church in general? There's so many people that live however they feel they want to live before they come into the house of the Lord. And then when they come to the house of the Lord, they act like everything's fine. But God knows the heart, and that's the important thing. You can fool anybody else, but God knows exactly why you're there, and if you're there for the wrong motives. 
He wants all of us to amend our ways and our deeds. Start with the internal self and then with the external self. When we do these things, we don't recognize that it doesn't hurt God. We can't injure God. We can't cause him to be depressed because we are not powerful enough to affect him. He's way beyond us. He says it very clearly here in verse 19. You do all these nasty things in order to spite me. But do they spite me, declares the Lord? Is it not themselves that they spite to their own shame? So it doesn't hurt me. It hurts you. All you're doing is hurting yourself. I have wanted to do good to you, but you have chosen to hurt yourself. So I can't help you if you're choosing to hurt yourself. And you see some examples of what they were doing, like they were kindling fires and the women were kneading dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven. So this is Ishtar. This worship is still going on, by the way. The image, for example, of the Catholic Church, the mother and the child, which they attribute to Mary and Jesus, is not that at all. It is actually Ishtar and Tammuz, which is pagan from the times of Babylon, from the times of the Tower of Babel, because Nimrod is Baal. Nimrod, that great hunter in the Bible who started the Tower of Babel and other places like it, was revered as the sun god and is still revered to this day. And all this idolatry, all he talks about making idols and stuff, we do it too. It's not the same form as it used to take back then, but we still have plenty of idols that we prop up, don't we? There's so many things in this life that we put as a higher priority than God. And so we get lost in these things. Video games is one of my biggest vices. And so it causes me to go way off track. Causes my heart to be shut off from God. And it causes me to want to do worse things. It's it's a gateway drug for me. And so I don't need to be associating with that stuff because God has told me not to. Yet I still struggle with it. That's the nature of things. I'm not saying what I'm doing is okay, because it's not. But that struggle is there. And we have to be careful not to get carried away with those things, because then we will be like the people of Israel in this time. They have completely shut themselves off from God, and they feel no remorse from it. Chapter 8 is going to describe how God is going to exact retribution on his land, and he goes into much description as to how he's going to do that. And then you see the same back and forth going around between Jeremiah and the Lord, where the Lord is declaring certain things, and Jeremiah is so upset. He's so damaged by what he's hearing. And he's acting in the way that the people should be acting. I was just reading with my kids last night. We were reading the book of Esther. And it reminded me of when we read it as to when Haman took the king's ring and made letters to all the provinces of Persia and was going to 
designate a particular day to wipe out all the Jews. And what did all the Jews do in response to these letters coming out? They wailed loudly in the streets. They put on sackcloth and satin ashes. They fasted and prayed. That is the proper response. Not being angry, not just not caring, not blaming somebody else. They understood that God was their deliverer, and they had faith in him. And you know what? I'm pretty sure that's why God delivered them. Beyond merely his covenant and what he has planned to do, but I think that in response to their posture of heart, their humbling of self, and trusting in the Lord, I think that's why he did it. And he wants to do it to these people too. He's given them many opportunities, and they are not taking it. So you see Jeremiah at the end of chapter 8, chapter in the beginning of chapter 9, he's just so grieved. He's so upset. And this is why we see beginning of chapter 9, why throughout the rest of the book, as well as in Lamentations, which was written by him, he's called the weeping prophet for this very reason, because he constantly shows how upset he is at what's going on. Not angry with God, but he's angry with the people for not listening to the warnings. Here's a good reminder for us. Chapter 9, verse 23. Thus says the Lord, Let not a wise man boast of his wisdom, and let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for I delight in those things. He loves those things. Isn't this what we want to do? We want to please him? So we should be living with loving kindness, justice, and righteousness as our banners, aiming to follow all his commandments. We don't boast in our natural state. We have nothing to offer. Didn't we read that in Isaiah, that the best we have is nothing but filthy rags to him? So no matter how hard we think we can work for God, it means absolutely nothing if we are not obeying him and we have our hearts shut off to him. Nothing's going to get done. All it's just going to do is be empty worship, just like what Israel is being accused of. And lastly, we have chapter 10, which is primarily focused on how stupid idolatry is and how empty and how foolish it is. It goes into great detail about how idolatry accomplishes absolutely nothing. And we see Jeremiah worship the Lord in verse 6 and 7. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and great is your name and might. Who would not fear you, O king of the nations? Indeed, it is your due. Imagine that. Why don't the nations fear you, Lord? You are mighty. You have done wondrous things. It should be due to you that everyone fears you, but yet they don't. Instead, he says in verse 8, they are altogether stupid and foolish in their discipline of delusion. 
Their idol is wood, for example. Idol is wood. You worship all these empty, man-made things. Verse 10, But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At his wrath, the earth quakes, and the nations cannot endure his indignation. You do not want to be on God's crosshairs. It is much easier to simply obey him because you love him, not out of compulsion, but because of genuine desire to please him. May we be like Jeremiah in verse 24. Correct me, O Lord, but with justice, not with your anger, or you will bring me to nothing. He understood that God could easily wipe us out. But what he also is kind of alluding to here is that when we are his children, he doesn't utterly destroy us, as we know. He disciplines us, and through his justice, he will chasten us. But thank the Lord that he is not going to exact our wrath on us. The wrath has already been paid on the cross of Jesus Christ. We will be spared from it, but we live in a world where the majority of the people are going to suffer his wrath. We have a job to do. We need to take it very seriously. We need to do something about it. Pray to the Lord to guide you into what he wants you to do. And with that, that's all that I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.